Hey, Chuckles, this is Juan from Fuagata Podcast. Um, just touching base with you guys to talk to you about Anchor. This is the program I use to do all my podcasting and everything that I'm doing right now. It is an easy one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. And it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. If I can use it, you can use it. I was looking for something that was easy, that I can use in one-on-one, that I didn't need a bunch of equipment. I'm doing everything off my phone. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Yeah, amazing, right? Now, my podcast, of course, kind of covers all these different kind of subjects and everything else. But it's a great outlet for everything that I'm doing and everything I'm trying to get out and the thoughts. And right now, as a, as a comedian, especially a stand-up comedian, there's nowhere to go. So the easiest way to put stuff out has been on here, especially during the quarantine. So if you're wanting to start a podcast and even have a chance of making money while doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Let's get to it. Hey, what's going on? This is the Fuck at the Podcast, and I am Juan Navarro. Um, <clears throat> so today we're going to do a couple of compartmental things. But, you know, it's funny because we're talking about... I want to talk about, like, the unity of things. The the kind of, like, overall everything goes, comes together in a certain way. And uh, in life, and in work, and in pursuit, it's all one thing. And I kind of saw, found that parable while watching Godzilla versus King Kong. So there's this kind of weird. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, Juan? Yeah, somehow Godzilla versus King Kong is a parable for life, and we have two animals inside us. We have a Godzilla and King Kong, and who do we want to feed? And blah blah blah. So yeah, so I'm gonna review Godzilla versus King Kong, talk about art, and do a couple other things, and uh, whatever else. Uh, and yeah, so that's gonna make sense somehow after this. Man, what a week. It has been a whirlwind kind of, uh, thing. This whole week, uh, it's just been one thing after another. I'm trying to like recollect my thoughts and say, okay, what happened since the last podcast till now? Just too many things. I, I, I feel like it's, it's Tuesday night. And as I'm recording this and Thursday or last Wednesday feels like a month ago, you know, I'm like looking at my notes and looking at this and all this other stuff. But, um, one thing I did see, one thing that I got to, got to see and it was an epiphany it was like one of these moments when i was watching it i was like fucking for real like i was like was godzilla versus king kong and it, and it, i kind of realized it while i was watching it and then later on it was like a thing um 
But the main thing, uh, I was watching Godzilla vs. King Kong and it was just like this parable about life and the many layers and the center of it, but how everything is connected. And it's just by watching the movie. First and foremost, I fucking dug the movie. I thought it was pretty good. I will say this. After writing that article on Sunday on the Fakata.com about I like it, but I can't defend it. This had like inklings of that. Like there was like the verge of like, this was going to be ridiculously stupid this is just dumb fucking shit who gives a fuck but once you get past that and you go and you ignore the whole like you know trying to make sense of it or poke holes in it or look at the plot holes it has and anything else it's a good movie it's a fun movie i mean in the end i want to see big monsters fucking fighting i want to see scenarios i want to see different things um i do feel they gave props in the end by the way this will have some spoilers i think uh some spoilers so don't fucking if you haven't seen it i mean fuck you We're like why, why haven't you seen it why, why why am i having to refrain from it it's been like a week later it's already been out what the fuck is your problem you know like you clicked on this thing what do you would you you're gonna watch this before you watch what, what the fuck um but overall i really fucking enjoyed it and i thought it was really cool I liked how it kind of built up and everything. You kind of get to see people from both films, from King Kong, from Godzilla. Now it comes together, the whole Skull Island and everything else that's going on with it. They're coming together. Some things I, I, I was kind of like, my only thing was, where the fuck did they get the money for that? <laughs> like, you know, like, oh, let's put King Kong in a huge holographic dome and he won't notice it. And then he throws a tree and he breaks the shit. It's like, who the fuck built that? How many fucking billions was it for that shit um and just like the you know i i i would dare say keiju would be great for the economy because just the rebuilding market of everything construction would just be through the fucking roof but i like the idea of uh one thing they got into that i really liked about it and it's stupid and it's dumb and i reserve it as a conspiracy theory but i want to say it's my one of my more favorite dumb conspiracy theories is the hollow earth theory the idea that the world is if you go a couple of hundred miles down to of the crust there's a whole other planet spinning right under us and there's a center and a nucleus and there's all this other shit and they kind of explored it in there but there's some parts of it and i'm like you're fucking ridiculous like it's still spanning hundreds of miles some supposedly is going to be nothing because you're at the center of the earth whatever have you but there was this beautiful part where you know, thanks to the little girl doing sign language who was able to talk to King Kong and convince him to go down a fucking hole into the center of the Earth after they get to the Antarctic. Which is true. There is, I think, in the South Pole, supposedly this large hole that they even say planes won't fly over. And it's like this hole and it's a crater of some sort. Some say it's just a mountain formation, but it's not unexplored and people have not gone in there, supposedly, quote, end quote. And uh, so they go down there and uh, what have you. And I know it's a fucking Wayava, right? It's like, oh shit, Juan, here's the Wayava and cheese time. And uh, they go into the center of the world. And when they get there, they're talking about the inversion. There's this whole thing about like this weird light that they go through. And supposedly that's an energy field. That's, both, I don't know what the fuck that's all about. Uh, whatever floats your boat, right? But there was this great idea that the world and just like a person and just like your life and the models that come from it are built from these layers 
of of itself, right? It's it's not just a ball of dirt. It's also the center that's a core, the outside that's something else, the next layer, the next layer. And that's how you kind of build your life. You are yourself. You are your core. You are your mind. You are your brain. Then you are your body. You are your muscles. You are your tissues and everything else. And then you are your influence and your actions and everything else aside from it. And when you get into those layers and then how you affect the world and then the world itself is this other layer and how much of your movements and how much of your um, just overall, you know, influence, your sphere of influence and what you are to yourself and everything else and how those interrelate. And uh, there's a part in the movie where Kong is exploring this hollow world and it's Savage Land. If you ever read the X-Men, you know, they always talk about in Antarctica, there's a land before time and blah, 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 and dinosaurs roam and it was called the Savage Land. So it has that kind of uh, feel to it of the Savage Land and the animals there and everything else. And Kong is just happily running around there. And when he gets there, there's a point that he gets to this mountaintop. And it's the center of the world, I guess, technically. Center of the earth. And then if, like, you get there, it's like two mountain peaks are touching. And it's like the tippy-tippy top part, which is great. I mean, I think that's that's where they had fun with it. They let it have fantasy. You know, this is stop being science fiction and start being fantasy. Let it have its weird fucking quirks and weird fucking worlds. And just, you know, stop making sense. You know? The fact that the amount of pressure that you have and amount of shit going on how the fuck are you you know going to be at the center of the world and not melt and not be crushed like a peanut under all that let's just let let that go and just accept the fact of this inverted gravitational world and so there's these rocks that are kind of floating in between like an asteroid field because they're caught in this mid gravitational field and Kong gets to the top of one mountain and kind of jumps and inverts and ends up on the other side and I thought about polarities and I thought about magnets and gravity and center of mass and your own center of mass and your own kind of ideas behind it. And it was very, very, very beautiful. And I think for the movie being what it is, it kind of gave, you know, Kong this way more beautiful, great kind of thing to him. Then Godzilla. Godzilla seemed like this one just fighting lizard, you know? And Kong was this, like, gentle thinking beast. And so when you put them beside each other, you know, even though in the end, I guess you could say that Kong didn't win. He got his ass kicked by Godzilla. But then whatever, Kong saved his ass afterwards. Um, And we'll get to that point, too. It gave him like this big thinking man thing, and I, 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 I'm, I'm thinking like this is the primordial, you know, us sighting monkey kind of thing. Like we want the monkey to win because it's the closest thing to us, more so than a lizard and then a Godzilla. So that kind of idea. So I dug that, and I, and I think that was like one of the things that I was like, man, this is just like your true self. Like you have to know your polarities, you have to know your inversion, you have to find where the two mountains touching within yourself. And explore that. And what is your gravitational field? What is your field of influence? How do you get what I'm saying? Am I going too deep? Am I thinking too much? You might be on your end going, Juan, you're full of shit. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I know. I know. It's ridiculous what I'm saying. But if you really think about it, think of it as your center. 
Think about how how that works. And you have your two sides. You have your Kong and you have your Godzilla. And in the end, Godzilla proved to be the king of monsters. He won in the end. You know, I think, uh, you know, Kong gave him a run for his fucking money. He never got fucked up that bad by anybody. And, you know, Kong had his axe and he it seemed like his family and his ancestors were the ones that won, which could I, I would love to, like, expand upon that because they, they went into this whole thing and Kong goes into a temple and there's a fucking throne and he has an axe and all this other shit. It's really fucking cool, kind of. But it's also Guayaba con Pinga. Like, again, if you can just suspend your your belief for a second <laughs> and watch it you'll be like all right okay this is kind of fucking cool um you know let him have his moment uh but once he ha- gets on there and he has the, the 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 thing it seems like the kongs had one so if you really did that for a second it does that mean you know years ago is that how humans came about like kongs won and so humans could breed and go on and godzilla lost at one time or his ancestors lost at one time and that's the reason why there's no dinosaurs or lizard people hmm? you know what i'm saying or are there lizard people it would be interesting if they continued the series and went down that road and i'm going to get to that at the end um so that goes on but then like i guess when he touches the center some signal goes out and godzilla fucking finds out he's about to attack some facility but he stops suddenly and he breathes his nuclear fire into the fucking ground and punches a hole into the fucking earth that goes far enough down that it hits the hollow earth comes out the other side almost on top of fucking uh king kong's head kind of brings down the temple and then calls out kong and kong just decides to go up the fight here hears kong's roar from the surface and kong says fuck you motherfucker jumps down the hole technically up the hole to come out the other side to fight him that's fucking ridiculous as fuck even i couldn't suspend the belief for the second but then again we're talking about you know a monkey and a lizard 50 stories tall fighting um and then they had these gravity vehicles and they were able to follow them and blah 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 and then they fight and whatever else. So I thought that was kind of interesting, you know, that kind of idea behind it. Um, I thought the fight was fucking badass. It was worth it. It, it. You know, there was a lot of... There was some parts there where I felt like, yeah, you know, like Kong would swing building the building and take advantage of it. He would kind of have the mobility. You know, this is kind of like, all right, if a fucking gorilla fought a crocodile, you know, like how big is the crocodile? How big is the gorilla, right? And then in what kind of setting? You know, the first time they fight in the movie, it's on the aircraft carrier and on the ship. And, you know, fucking King Kong gave him a run for his money for being on water and fucking Godzilla's element. You know, now this next round, they're fighting fucking on the surface of the city and everything else. And they go at it. They go up to two more rounds on there. And Kong seemingly beat his ass at one point, And then the next point fucking took down fucking Godzilla one and took down Kong. And solidly, he fucked him up. It just Godzilla had too many. He has like too many attacks per round. You know, if you want to use D and D fucking terms, you know, it's like claw attack, bite attack, flame attack, scales. It's like everything. Yeah, you know, he's an arsenal. You know, he's a he has a. It was great because Kong fought against him and had a strategy. Didn't let him like hit him with that fucking thing. But once he had distance and Kong was and Godzilla was just fucking burning the fucking city with nuclear breath fucking spray jesus christ you know he had to use his axe you know 
Kong's one thing. He has some tool use and he has a strategy and everything else. Godzilla's just brutal, man. He's just a brutal fucking fighter. And I guess, you know, so I guess he does gain that whole idea of being the king of monsters. And I always thought, you know, Kong to me, you know, really was never that scale. Like to me in my mind, I always thought Kong would be a smaller scale, five stories tall, you know, around there, that kind of thing. I I, I did think about from the original movie back then, from the Peter Jackson movie to now the recent one, they made him way fucking bigger. I guess to compete with Godzilla. Godzilla was always really big. I always thought that Godzilla would be pretty damn huge. So that was like a whole other thing. So uh, them matching up like that. Yeah. You know, is this, you know, would be accurate. I mean, again, gorilla versus crocodile. Now, crocodile can shoot flames out of its fucking mouth. And but you arm the fucking gorilla with an axe. I don't know. You know, what are you talking about then? Uh, again, I, I always wonder if there's like rich billionaires who fucking play this and just be like, I want to see a, a giraffe versus a fucking zebra, you know, like, or how many cats would it take to kill a man? You know, like that kind of thing. You know, I, I, they got billionaires. You have your murder room things, your murder fucking weirdo fucking things out there. Do, do you guys ever do it some certain way? You know, can you, can you tell us what are the results of that? Um, you know, by the end, the end, there's a hidden thing. Bam! Mecha Godzilla shows up, and they fucked up, and they had fucking connected it to was it King? Uh, it was a Rodan or King Garadu? I, I forgot what the fuck it was. But connected it to the brain, and there's a whole cyber again. Why am I gonna guess, oh bro? This is some bullshit. Like you wouldn't believe. By the way, for you non-Spanish-speaking people, guava con queso, or uh, guava with cheese is guava like the jelly with cheese and which is delicious by the way if you ever have a pastelito and you're in my the Miami era area and you're in Hialeah go to Vicky's bakery and get a guava and cheese pastry it's fucking delicious when it's really nice and hot and fresh out of it, oh my god we'll kick a Danish's ass any day of the week but we tend to say it as Cubans we usually use it when you tell a lie or a real big bullshit story that's why I keep saying guava so if you ever around your Spanish-speaking friends and they're talking bullshit, you say that's a bunch of guava, uh, and, or guayaba. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so then they kick the shit. Out, uh, Godzilla's getting his ass handed by Mecha Godzilla. Jesus Christ, that was painful. That shit, like they were, he, dude, he was getting slapped around like a bitch. You know, you know I was like, I guess it's the makeup for like him kicking Godzilla, King Kong's ass. I don't know what it was, but I thought it was pretty cool. Like the Mecha Godzilla. I don't know. I like the original design better. This one look was like two dino saucers. I don't know what it is. It reminded me of a certain... It reminded me of the dinosaur toy from fucking GoBots. That blue dinosaur robot that if you hit the button on its stomach, it would stop. But I think it ate GoBots or something like that. It was a really... I forgot the fucking name of it. You know, if you know what I'm talking about, I'm, I'm telling you, it looked very similar, this fucking thing, to me in my mind. Um, but in the end, King Kong and Godzilla get together. They beat the fuck out of the thing. Uh, in the end, King Kong whips the shit, destroys the Mega Godzilla and fucking screams his shit and is pretty badass. Um, they had to bring him back to life after Godzilla kicked his ass. They used the gravity ship, some other shit. The little girl that did the hand, uh, the, the sign language, super cute, by the way. I, I loved her to death. I think she was super cute. She played her part perfectly. She was awesome. And the lady that played like her in Serial Moms, that was, I don't know why I find her really hot. I was, it was an odd moment. I was like, man, she's kind of hot in like a weird, skinny way. 
Like, uh, not my thing most of the time, but I found her kind of, got my cute. And then, you know, there's this guy, Skarsgård. I mean, God, good Lord. You can always look at that man. You could cut cheese with his fucking, with his cheekbones. I mean, Christ. They just, you know, he's just a, just beautiful blondness. Like, I, I love seeing that guy. I think he's cool as shit. He can be pretty or beautiful and cool and tough at the same time. So I think he should be more of a leading man. Um, oh yeah, overall, the fucking, the, the cast was pretty good, by the way. Overall, they were really cool. Again, bullshit fucking script, bullshit fucking writing half of the time is really ridiculous, but I dug it. And in the end, so they fuck up Mecha Godzilla. I did like in the end, they were kind of like this one moment where they kind of roared at each other, like Godzilla and Kong. Oh, and when, and Godzilla kicked Kong's ass. They roared at each other and they kind of had this moment like saying, fuck you, fuck you too. But Kong relented. So we we got to see him like get his ass kicked, you know. But Kong was like, yeah, you got me this time, asshole. You know, like that was the kind of thing. And and in the end, when he saved Godzilla, then they were like, you know, both looking at each other. And it's like Godzilla couldn't even give him that like thank you or whatever. It wasn't there at all. He was just kind of like. Fuck you. I'm still the king of the monsters. Whatever. I'm out of here. And he left, you know, and went to lick his fucking wounds and all this other shit, you know. And so that was kind of cool. I wonder what the franchise is going to do after this. I think it was a cool ending. It's kind of cool to see the whole cast in the end, you know, kind of united. It's like you saw all these spit parts and now in the end they're all together. Um, the chick from Stranger Things, the guy from Atlanta, the kid from Deadpool, uh, Skarsgård, scientist chick, sign language girl. I don't know fucking names. Uh, there, and the uh, Stranger Things girl's dad, you know, that was cool too. So it was cool to see all that together. I was like, all right, cool. I, like I get, if you suspend your belief and you're not into it, you know, don't fucking be critical about it. It's an enjoyable movie. Have fun with it. Look at it. Don't think too much. You know, start thinking. It's horrible. Some parts are really stupid, predictable, ridiculous, what have you. Um, I would have loved it to be more, I guess, gory or fucked up. There's a lot of parts there that, again, in the filming of it, they're too much into seeing the actions of the creatures and filming it from above or horizontally, which is fine. But then it takes away from the fact of the scale of it and how scary it is. And there were parts that they showed it. And I, and I think this is like a director's choice kind of situation where they allowed them to kind of like, all right, we'll film it from this side and this side. And then we'll show a shot from street level and people running and showing up so we can see the. But they didn't. I don't know. It just didn't have like like in Pacific Rim number one. When they did that, that shit was scary. And like, oh, shit, that's fucked up for real. Damn. Oh, shit let's get the fuck out of here kind of thing you know what i'm saying so it's like oh shit let's uh you know here you didn't have that and it makes it scary it makes it more present in the world and then you you see it and you go oh crap you know so that's what kind of what i was going wanting from it um but overall i thought it was overall it was really fun i give it you know like out of five stars i give it like three stars you know like saying like three four I don't think I would have paid money to go see this movie, but I, I'm very finicky about going to see a movie. But it was perfect from HBO Max to pick it up. HBO Max has proven itself to be a great fucking service. It's paying for itself. It's throwing down between the Snyder Cut and this thing. I'm like, all right, cool, bro. Like, we got some shit. You know who's on the chopping block right now for me? Netflix. 
Because right now, with all these fucking things going on, it's like, I don't fucking... Like, Hulu, I'm finding some stuff. You know what I'm saying? The one thing that was saving uh, Netflix for me was I've been watching Good Girls. I know, but it's Christina Hendricks. Bro, I could see her fucking just, you know, peeling a- peeling apples all day. I-, I I'd be fine with it. You know, like, she can fart my cereal tonight, son. I mean, she's just pretty. I just like looking at her. So her being a trying to be a badass little mafia kind of chick in that thing. And the cast of that is actually really good. And there's some really good fucking writing in it. Kind of helped, you know, save it for myself. But, um, but yeah, I mean, Netflix needs to step the fuck up. Uh, I got Paramount Plus. I'm still exploring that. There's some good old movies on there. But look, HBO Max killed it again. They had Beverly Hills uh, Cop. That's South Park. I was watching those the other day. I love Beverly Hills Cop. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I can watch that all the fucking time. So, I'm telling you, HBO Max, they're, they're kicking ass. Like, Warner Brothers, don't fuck this up. Let HBO do handle everything. You guys are stupid. You suck at shit. Let HBO make more fucking DC movies. Let them make decisions. They make good shit. You're dumb. You're good at making money. Go make money. Like, you may fucking go do all that other shit. You know, AT&T, just be smart. Don't fuck with it. But then I got what I wanted from a Godzilla versus King Kong movie. I could have been more dynamic. I think it could have been more shit. I could have had more fighting. All that shit. I think it was really cool. I I dug it. Now, from here, what are they going to do with those franchises? You got King Kong. You got Godzilla. You got Godzilla versus King Kong. Is that it? Are we done? Are we... Is that the end of these franchises? Are we going to see any more? Are we going to do any more? That's what I want to know. Um, I'd like to see more shit. I want to see Mothra. I want to see more fucking... I want to see Space Godzilla. Let's see what the King Garadu when he has the mechanical head. I mean, I thought there was some alluding to that. There's a part there that kind of allude to that shit. Um, what else? I don't know. I want to see more shit. I, I, I would love to see stuff going on. I'd like to see more Pacific Rim level shit. I would just like it to be a little bit grimmer, I guess it would be. I don't mind the light parts. I like the little kids. I like the, you know, uh, uh, comic relief in it. I don't mind that shit. I know a lot of people roll their eyes at that shit, but that's fine. But that idea of it, I would like to see all that go on. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes on. So what did we learn? Godzilla vs. King Kong, pretty good movie. Nice parable about life. I like the idea about life behind it. It was a very good thing. I like Kong. I like the idea with Kong and just being at peace. It's like, you know, being a fucking badass, but being at peace. There's nothing wrong with that. Peace is underrated, man. It is a beautiful thing to be at peace and be able to be out there. Find your peace. Find your center. Find where your two mountains meet. Get your Godzilla and King Kongs in order and just get there, man. And I thought that was a cool parable. They could be, you know, whatever the fuck. However you want to do it. I know it's some fortune cookie fucking answer here, but it's not. I'm just saying it, it helps. So I would say that's a good way of looking at it. And uh, yeah, so I enjoyed the fuck out of it. I hope you guys did too. And uh, let's see if there's a Godzilla vs. King Kong 2 or rematch or I don't know. Let's see what the fuck else happens. I'm trying to think what else happens in the series. Or... You know, let this lead to an Ultraman. Huh? Let's see.
Man, I can really talk shit for 25 minutes, can I? Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah, I know. Am I, I, I reaching with the Godzilla King Kong parable fucking thing? How I even looked up parable just to make sure I wasn't fucking out of my ass. Or do you get what I'm saying? Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Looks like the review stuff people are really digging. I, 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 I got a nice bump last week with, uh, the reviews, uh, for, for, uh, uh, Winter Soldier and uh, for Falcon and Winter Soldier and all the other stuff. I'm glad. I, I didn't know you guys really cared about my opinion on those things. I just didn't feel like being another voice out there, uh, just talking the same shit. Um, and I guess I'm not just one of these guys that can, I guess I can, I, I can offer an opinion, I guess, about stuff. So, uh, thank you guys for tuning in and enjoying that. It makes me happy that people got something out of that. Um, what else was I going to say? Uh, yeah. So this week I have a bunch of stuff going on. Um, as always, you can guys can tune in on fuaca.com. Uh, that's where I always post at least every Sunday on any new stuff that comes in. Uh, I put the, uh, I've been uploading the claim sales, uh, from Goblin's Heist. If you guys are interested in my comic book shop, it's called the Goblin's Heist in Hialeah, Florida. You can, uh, tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, uh, and Sunday night, uh, at 9 p.m. We do claim sales and we do a little bit of different stuff. Tuesdays tends to be new comic book claim sales. We do a lot of sales on that one. Thursdays is our comic review show. We talk about comics, talk about what's going on in comics and everything else. Uh, and Sundays tend to be our toys and whatever, whatever else we get out going on. We're kind of on the fence about continuing the Sunday show just cause, I don't know, just the people tune in. Like we didn't do it last Sunday cause of Easter. We felt like nobody's going to tune in cause they're busy to being with families and doing whatever else or just being full. So we're like, all right, let's take a, a Sunday off. So we'll see about putting that together. Um, what else? Uh, so I got that going on. Uh, new comics are every Wednesday at my shop. So Wednesday tends to be a big day. A lot of comic book sales, a lot of the, everything else. Uh, and then Friday is, uh, Friday night magic. If you want to come in and play and Sunday nights too, the guys come in and play sometimes also. And Saturdays tend to be like an open thing. So you guys can always check those kind of stuff out. Uh, what else? And, uh, yeah. So. Tune in on those days for any of that. And Goblins Heist, uh, you can find everything at, at Goblins Heist on Instagram, G-O-B-L-I-N-S-H-E-I-S-T, and GoblinsHeist.com. We should be uh, getting that up soon. Um, what else? Oh, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, this is Wednesday for the 7th. Um, by 12 p.m., I think they're going to be announcing our comics exposure you can get my Vampirella cover. I did a cover for Vampirella 19, I believe it is. I will have links to it and be announcing it and getting the word out on it uh, t- tomorrow as soon as it's announced. Really happy to do that. It's kind of cool to be part of that saga of Vampirella. I've done a lot of the different covers for smaller series like Ha Ha and Unnatural. But Vampirella definitely has history, so it's kind of cool to be part of that history. So that was really big honor. want to thank Eddie at Comics Exposure for giving me the chance and uh hopefully be banging out more of those things uh as we go along so tune in on that i'll probably have it announced on my, my on my webpage on fuckout.com too all these things are always on sunday fun day i always post that in the morning on sundays it's a link to all the crap i'm doing 
so you don't miss anything to this podcast to everything else if you want to see it on a daily i post new stuff every day on my uh instagram twitter which is linked to my twitter my facebook and everything else so fwakata f-w-a-c-a-t-a and check out everything there in case you need any more and yeah feel free to at any time you can always dm me email me at fwakata gmail.com you can come to the shop in Hialeah. You can always talk shit with me. I'm here Monday through Friday. And then part sometimes on Saturdays and Sundays. I come in and out. But most of the time I'm out. Uh, those are my days off, damn it. And uh, and even those, those days I'm working. Um, I'm painting a lot more right now. I'm going to get into that more. I'm probably going to put a video up. Uh, I'm going to be doing more stuff on the YouTube. I have a couple of videos up that I'm going to be reviewing. Not just games, but I'm going to be doing a couple of things. I might do a little studio tour thing too for 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 youtube so i'll be doing that um so yeah i'll be putting some stuff together a lot more toy building a bunch of other stuff i have so many things going on i'm always on that's how life is because you gotta find those inner mountains man uh i'm not gonna let go of this king kong godzilla king kong philosophy thing i'm not gonna let go so i got more things coming out uh working on stuff all the time so let me know what you think thank you guys for tuning in love you guys as always, uh, in, uh, uh, just appreciative of everything. And uh, yeah, and as always, be good. Hey guys, welcome to the Fuacata Podcast. This is Juan Navarro. How you guys doing? I'm tired. <laughs> like, I'm so tired. It is very hard to do this thing called life. Um, yeah, it's been a crazy week. Good week. Lots of stuff going on. Um, turned in a bunch of consignments and then uh, commissions. And uh, have a couple of things coming up now that I got to put together. Um, good week. It was a good week. It just very, very tiring. Um, we're gonna just cover a couple of things. Probably do another review episode. This seems to be something that everybody's really digging. So I'm probably gonna get into. I just saw Thunder Force on Netflix. Not bad movie. Uh, I've been watching uh, Invincible. Fucking amazing. My name is Earl. That's fun. Uh, the Nevers on you. Uh, on uh on uh, HBO and Usagi Yojimbo I was just reading uh, the book one on IDW and such an excellent read so I'm going to get into that later on in the podcast um, just a reminder you guys uh, you can always support the podcast through Anchor if you want to like support it on there or on Patreon uh, just go to patreon.com forward slash Fuakata and you will find my art site there I've been posting some stuff there or you can always go to Fuakata.com uh, but yeah so this week has been busy man and a lot of things going on uh, a lot of doomsaying, too. A lot of people just fucking coming into the shop and just, uh, ugh, you know? <laughs> like, just, ugh. Just people that come in and it's just everything is fucking bad and horrible. And all I can be is that, that waypoint with them. Hopefully turn their, the depolarize them a bit. Get them, you know, not so fucking negative you know get them into a good place and uh that's what i'm trying to go go for on some of this um but uh yeah so everybody's just ready for like the other foot to fall everything's going to hell um 
and it's just uh it's kind of a uh, i don't know i i find my life really great but then again i know i have my shit straight thank you god but uh you know it's like talk about not having like it could be so much worse like however there's somebody out there no matter how bad it is for you that wishes they had your problems wishes they had your problems just always keep that in mind so uh keep a good perspective man a lot of shit is not as bad as it seems and if it is fuck it then you know just take it in stride everything passes that's the good thing about it you know one the one constant in the universe is change and that's a good thing that means that things that are bad can't always be bad it sucks that the things that are good can't always be good but they can always get back to it so Keep that in mind as you go forward and everything else. But yeah, so yeah, we're going to do some reviews and everything else. This might be a short one. I don't know. Let's see what happens. I'll check you guys out on the other side.